I'm Chris Ronzio, and this is Process Makes Perfect Daily. Welcome to today's episode. This is your daily dose of the Process Makes Perfect podcast by Trainual, the one-stop shop to learn to start, systemize, and scale your business. Let's get into it. In episode one of Chris's live consulting show, Organized Chaos, Chris and Dave McLennan discuss why focused scaling and focused development is important for seeing success in the early stages of Dave's startup and avoiding the danger of spreading his business too thin. Dave McLennan is a real estate investor who owns a property tech startup. Yeah, so the economics will be it'll be different for you, but you know the 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 real thing was that we we tested a bunch of different things. We found one thing that was working and we hit the gas pedal on that thing. And so, you know, the there's uh, there's this a book called uh, Blitz Scaling by the guy that started LinkedIn. Have you ever heard of that? Okay. It's called Blitz Scaling uh, yeah. by by uh, Reed Hoffman, uh, who started LinkedIn. Awesome book. And and what you'd see in that is, you know, it's very the same thing. It's like once you've got the industry expertise and you kind of understand the model and you've got a few success stories and you understand the key value that people are getting from using your service and where you fit in the market, then you want to go pedal to the metal all in on scaling that because if you just do a little organic scaling, somebody else is going to take that opportunity. Yeah, this is where we're at right now. So this is, you know, this this is evolving, and there's there's so as as i buyers and the hot and the e-commerce and real estate uh, worlds merge right now and disrupt. Um, there's several other companies trying to do what we what we're doing, and so velocity to market is is pretty important to us. Yeah. So I think if you're, especially if you're bootstrapping this only simple scales, right? Like you've got to have like a very black and white model that is like, here's, here's who we're trying to acquire either customers or agents or something like that. Here's the, the one way we get paid and we need to do that a thousand times or 10,000 times. And that's what we're all focused on. Because if you get into this, like, you know, we take 1% here, we charge $1,000 here, we work direct with these customers here, um, you'll, you'll be spread really thin. And you, you can't really do all of that at once. You know, like we failed at this, we, we, um, we were getting customers, we were scaling really well. And then I got distracted with a couple uh, white label opportunities. Mm-hmm. And they were like, hey, I've got a big channel, I want a white label trainual. I sold five of these things of people that were going to slap a different logo on Trainual and sell it as if it didn't exist to their audience. And I probably burned three months because of how excited I was on that white label thing yeah. and took our eye off the direct acquisition. And then finally we shut that down and we were like, nope, we're the brand. People are going to find out about us. And you know, you can be an enterprise account and get the features you want, but it's Trainual. Um, so, so, you know, I, I think, the focus for where you're at is, is super key. Yeah. I got that. What, what did you do and how did you solve your development challenges in the, in the beginning and figuring out developers and making it affordable and, and fun and functional at the same time. (laughs) Right. 
So, so, uh, you know, you, I don't know if you've heard the, the transition story from organized chaos to Trainual, but we had an in-house developer, full-time developer. And so we had a lot of the skills in-house that we needed. And we really went through this few month sprint to rebuild and recreate what Trainual was so that it could be launched publicly. And when we did that, we, we hit the brakes, you know, we built a product that was working for at the time, you know, 20 and then 50 and then 150 companies. And my thought was like, yeah, I want to continue developing this thing, but I don't have the cash to continue to develop this thing. So let me get a thousand customers as quickly as possible. And then the development is easy to fund, you know? So, so I think, I think you like the simpler you can make the product, it's got to do what you're promising, you know, and our thing did what we were promising. It was great for training. If you had a really simple training distribution need and because we were solving that simple problem and it was working for enough customers that the economics made sense. We were like, that's it. We're not, we're not going to like, thank you for all of the features suggestions, but we'll get to those next year. (laughs) And that's what you got to do. Right. Yeah. I remember being so frustrated when like the first iPhone came out. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, it doesn't have all this. It doesn't have video in it yet. Like the first iPhone didn't have all these features. I was like, why wouldn't they do that? Like, I'll just wait for the the other one. Now that I'm building a startup, I realize MVP, you got to stay focused and you can, you can only do so much at a time and you you just take it to market and you do what you can. Then you add more features, more features later. And it's funny because a lot of businesses will start out and they'll point to the legacy example of whatever the horrible product in the market is. And they want to create something that's better than that thing all around. And so they create something simple that's better than that thing. And then they get so focused on the features and making their product so much better than this thing that they don't put enough emphasis on customer acquisition and marketing and sales. And then they can't compete. They run out of money because they were tinkering with the product. And so I think it's important that you narrow down on some core difference and some core customer solve, solve a simple problem for a select customer. And if you do that, then focus on scale, get your marketing and sales in order to the point that now you've got this big base of customers and economically it makes sense to invest in the product because you don't want the customers to churn, you know? So there's, there's this game you're always playing on like, how much do I invest in product and features? And you have to not forget about acquiring customers because the, the, the simple product still sells. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Process Makes Perfect Daily. We're releasing these mini episodes every Monday through Thursday and be sure to catch our full length episodes every Friday. Tons more content, including video versions of everything over on YouTube at Chris Ronzio. And be sure to connect with me on LinkedIn and Instagram. I'd love to hear from you.